Primetime with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 98.1. Sandwiches are beautiful, sandwiches are fine. I like sandwiches, I eat them all the time. Before we get to Arby's sandwich exploits uh, in just a moment here and why he rushed out to Tim Hortons <laughs> after he heard the... Uh, the Doug Ford press conference from yesterday about the province. Uh, we got to bring our friend in, uh, Miranda Chan of Blackburn News London, because there, was there at least any real information yesterday from the premier about what's happening with uh, the lockdown or the stay-at-home orders, Miranda? We definitely have timelines now. So there are three regions within uh, northeastern Ontario. They get to reopen as of tomorrow. For us, it's going to be next week. It's going to be next Tuesday. Okay. That's barring any surge of cases, but we'll open in either the orange restrict or the red control level of that old color quoted uh, system that they brought in prior to this latest lockdown. BlackburnNewsLondon.com. Miranda is going to keep everybody updated as, as things unfold. Um, <laughs> arguably, not the biggest uh, piece of information that came out of that press conference <laughs> yesterday, though, RV. Yeah. Did you hear Doug Ford right at the end say this? Got to give Timmy's a good plug. The best thing you guys ever did is make those real egg sandwiches. I used to go eat those other ones. They're the best, those those real egg sandwiches. So whoever did that at Timmy's, good for you. <laughs> what? So, and I didn't even ever, I didn't even realize. Tim Hortons, I guess, like famously to this point, had just used kind of like that folded all yellow egg patty, that mystery yeah, patty. Yeah. Mystery patty. And now it's like it's white like a freshly cracked egg would would or should be. So RV this morning, literally like 15 (laughs) minutes ago, rushed out of the studio like, what's Doug Ford talking about? I want to see this new egg. I was just like, uh, he's talking about breakfast sandwiches. I need to get one of those. And I activated the offer on the Timmy's app. So I got two for five bucks. We need to say this, by the way. Tim Hortons did not at all pay for any extra mention. Uh, in this, this is now his second breakfast wrap that RV is okay, on. Did, this is just the power of suggestion, that, apparently. My gosh. <laughs> that's exactly yeah, it. Yeah, like. What like, else can we tell Ryan to do? What's the egg look like? Let's the, see this thing. It's got like the, the white see? egg, the white egg inside. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's the white egg. It's not the yellow. Look at it right there. It looks like an egg. It's just like. I kind of I kind of miss the old yellow mystery I egg. don't. So mm. what's it taste like? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. I should have been been getting a video of this. You really... This is his second Farmer's Wrap. This is the best one because it's got the hash brown on it. Like You you are as excited as Doug Ford was at the podium yesterday talking about this new Mm -hmm. egg. Got to give Timmy's Mm -hmm. a good plug. The best thing you guys ever did is make those real egg sandwiches. I used to go eat those other ones. They're the best, those those real egg sandwiches. So whoever did that at Timmy's, good for you. Mm. Ryan's more excited about this sandwich than the economy reopening. Sandwiches are beautiful, sandwiches are fine. I like sandwiches, I eat them all the time. If I had a hundred sandwiches, I'd eat them all at once. Primetime with Blair and RV. On Classic Rock 98.1. There's a rumor floating around the internet that the guy from Super Bowl Sunday who took to the field and interrupted the game before Tom Brady won his seventh title and streaked, won $375,000 on a prop bet. Oh, a prop bet that he may have made himself quite possibly. So let's just back the truck up. Just a little bit. Do you remember when it happened? Second down, 20. 5.03 to go. Someone has run on the field. Some guy with a brawl. <laughs> oh, this is good. 
And now he's not being chased. He's running down the middle of the 40. <laughs> Arms in the air and a victory salute. It gets better. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. <laughs> Pull up those pants. He's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard. The 20. <laughs> down the middle of the 10. The 5. He slides at the 1. And they converge on him at the goal line. Oh, oh man. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man! <laughs> what, a, what a call by Kevin Harlan there. An instant legend, right? Both my parents, I was talking to him yesterday, they said, there was a streaker? I'm like, yeah, what were you watching? And we, that guy. Yeah, we, there was even a streaker on Richmond Row, by the way, yes. which, which Kevin Harlan gave a call to. And you can see that on the, uh, the 98.1 Facebook page. So this rumor kind of popped up this morning that this dude, the actual guy who took the field... In Tampa on Sunday, before the game, was at a restaurant just outside the stadium where he placed a $50,000 prop bet that there would be a streaker interrupting the Super Bowl. The guy's name was Yuri Andrade, 31 years old, of Boca Raton, Florida. So he said he put 50, 50 grand. That's allegedly he put 50 grand down. And what did it pay out? $375,000. And of course, I mean, he's apparently placing this bet knowing that he's the dude that's going to be the streaker guaranteeing himself basically $325,000. <laughs> Would getting arrested at that point even matter? No! Yeah, that's it. Well, that's what they were saying. I think in the article they said like he's posting bail for only $1,000. 500 bucks. 500 bucks. There you go. Wow. But like there there's like there's like skepticism. There's no like it's nobody can seem to verify whether or not the bet was actually placed. Cuz one one sports bookie saying like listen, if you could easily place that prop bet Everybody would be like, I'd be beside the guy wearing a pink tutu. Like, I'd be doing the exact same thing if you could make that kind of money knowing that you were the one to do it. So we don't know 100% if he did, but that's just the rumor. You know, everybody's been saying goat a lot lately. Goat. Yesterday, my wife was like, I saw goat trending all day. What does it mean? <laughs> I said greatest of all time. Tom Brady was seven. And I think that if there's a goat for streaking, it's got to be this guy, Blair. <laughs> Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. Primetime with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 98.1. Good morning. Could I speak to Blair, please? <laughs> <laughs> I, this is our already off to a great start. <laughs> that was uh, that was the perfect way, I think, to uh, to get into this call because I got a message yesterday from the London Fire Department on Twitter. Joining us by phone right now is Deputy Fire Chief. Matt Heptich, and I gotta be honest with you, like, I sent the joke out, or uh, the tweet out as a joke, and I'm, I'm kind of realizing now the, uh, the error in my ways, Mr. Heptich. Yes, sir, Blair, so I, I needed to follow up with you on this right <laughs> away, sir. So, opening up that oven is not a very good way to heat your home. It can be very dangerous, especially this week is Burn Awareness Week, um, so, you know, uh, when you open your stove like that, you, you subject uh, yourself or perhaps the, the children in your home to potentially getting a burn. Uh, and so being Burn Awareness Week, we want to make sure that everybody is aware that um, three feet around the stove should be a kid-free zone and that uh, make sure that you turn all of your pot handles to the side and, to the side and even use the back burners when you cook. Deputy Fire Chief Matt Hattich, John with Blair and RV. 
that tweet that you responded to uh, from Blair. It said, life hack, cook with the oven door open and simultaneously heat your house. Follow me for more money-saving ideas. Now, Matt, I'm not the only one who noticed that that's a gas oven that Blair has. <laughs> so. Yes, sir, it is. And, you know, those you have an open flame there up on the top burner part. You're right. And, um, you know, we have to be very careful with all of our appliances, especially in this time uh, where we are in the lockdown and still within the pandemic. Uh, we, have, we still have a large amount of cooking fires uh, within our, our residential uh, homes, uh, even in apartment buildings. So, again, uh, very careful when um, cooking and no heating your home with your oven door open. See, that is very smart advice from Deputy Fire Chief Matt Heptich of the London Fire Department. Very smart advice, unlike what Blair's putting out on Twitter, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I'm glad we caught it in time. (laughs) I just, I love the reply. So London Fire Department responded to Blair's tweet saying, definitely not a safe nor suggested way to heat your home. Let us know if Heptich can join your show to talk about home heating. Now close your oven door, please. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a fine appliance there, Blair. There, but um, we got to keep that oven door closed. Deputy Fire Chief Matt Heptich, uh, you know, despite the joke, we always appreciate the time and uh, when you come on to uh, to let Londoners know what it is they can be doing uh, to keep themselves and others safe, whether it's appliances or uh, bad jokes or otherwise. Thanks, <laughs> man. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you, guys. You take care. Prime time with Blair and RV. On Classic Rock 98.1. We're just talking about how Valentine's Day in the classroom has changed with our kids being in Thames Valley Schools RV and what to, what has to be done to try and curb the spread. Well, my wife and I were wondering for the past couple of weeks, because uh, our five-year-old Desmond, he's in SK, he's pumped for Valentine's Day. He's been asking us when we could go pick the Valentine's, but we didn't hear anything from the school on what was going on. Got an email yesterday in our like school update, and it says that Valentine's Day is being celebrated in unique ways in each of our classrooms due to the vids. Restrictions. We're asking families not to send in any treats from home. I mean, which was like the best part when we were kids. Sure. Although cards are welcome. And uh, yeah, this has just been a headache. Hey, so hang on. So in that Thames Valley District School Board communication that you just got there, did it legitimately describe it as the vids? No, but it should because that's our term right there. Uh, our five-year-old daughter, Veda, also at a Thames Valley school. And what they said, and we had to have these in yesterday. So yep. there's no treats. There's no Valentine's Day treats. You know, as you mentioned a moment ago, yep. like whether it was like the little tinfoil chocolate hearts that we used to do as a kid or like those those chocolate uh, candy grams or, or sorry, the, the chalky candy grams, the little hearts that had like the messages yeah, on I them. I love those. Those are good. No more. Oh, it sucks. None of those like little cinnamon hearts either. Now it's just basically like the little Valentine's itself, the little cards, and they had to be in yesterday to the classroom and they will sit in a box set aside by the teacher. Right. So the COVID on it dies, and the kids on Friday can take the cards home. And I guess that's the, you know, I don't, I mean, what, what the hell do I know? I guess that's the best way to do it to try and stop the Man. spread. The world we're living in is so messed up that we have to do that. It's 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 weird to think that that's you know a process that you have to go through in for something that seems so simple so many years yeah. ago. But this is the crossroads that we're at with this this damn the damn Rona. I'm I'm so confused. Like I see on Facebook, like some parents that I'm friends with whose kids go to school in the in the Thames uh, Valley District School Board are sending candy with their kids. I 
See, it's so confusing. Megan, my wife, was like, just bring the candy and you can go give it to all the moms when you pick Desmond up from school at the end of the day. I'm like, excuse to talk to the other moms? <laughs> all right. That Miss Vaughn <laughs> is one piece of ace. It's <laughs> a Billy Madison reference, by the yes, way. It is. Oh, Veronica Vaughn. So hot. You just wish that you could return to the simpler times of those little chalky candies and the tinfoil chocolates and all that stuff. You know, you just want it to be simpler for the kids to enjoy what you did. But it just doesn't feel like it's going to be the case. No. Valentine's Day. Another one of those things that we can't have because of COVID. Prime time with Blair and RV. On Classic Rock 98.1. There's a rumor floating around the internet. That the guy from Super Bowl Sunday who took to the field and interrupted the game before Tom Brady won his seventh title and streaked won $375,000 on a prop bet. Oh, a prop bet that he may have made himself quite possibly. So let's just back the truck up just a little bit. Do you remember when it happened? Second down, 20, 5.03 to go. Someone has run on the field. Some guy with a brawl. <laughs> Oh, this is good. And now he's not being chased. He's running down the middle of the 40. <laughs> Arms in the air and a victory salute. It gets better. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. <laughs> Pull up those pants. He's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard. The 20. <laughs> down the middle of the 10. The 5. He slides at the 1. And they converge on him at the goal line. Oh, man. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man! What a, what a call by Kevin Harlan there. An instant legend, right? Both my parents, I was talking to him yesterday, they said, there was a streaker? I'm like, yeah, what were you watching? And we, that guy. Yeah, we, there was even a streaker on Richmond Row, by the way. Yes. Which, which Kevin Harlan gave a call to. And you can see that on the uh, the 98.1 Facebook page. So this rumor kind of popped up this morning that this dude, the actual guy who took the field... In Tampa on Sunday, before the game, was at a restaurant just outside the stadium where he placed a $50,000 prop bet that there would be a streaker interrupting the Super Bowl. The guy's name was Yuri Andrade, 31 years old, of Boca Raton, Florida. So you said he put 50, 50 grand. That's allegedly he put 50 grand down. And what did it pay out? $375,000. And of course, I mean, he's apparently placing this bet knowing that he's the dude that's going to be the streaker guaranteeing himself basically $325,000. <laughs> Would getting arrested at that point even matter? No! Yeah, that's it. Well, that's what they were saying. I think in the article they said like he's posting bail for only $1,000. 500 bucks. 500 bucks. There you go. Wow. But like there there's like there's like skepticism. There's no like it's nobody can seem to verify whether or not the bet was actually placed. Cuz one one sports book he's saying like listen, if you could easily place that prop bet Everybody would be like, I'd be beside the guy wearing a pink tutu. Like, I'd be doing the exact same thing if you could make that kind of money knowing that you were the one to do it. So we don't know 100% if he did, but that's just the rumor. You know, everybody has been saying goat a lot lately. Goat. Yesterday, my wife was like, I saw goat trending all day. What does it mean? <laughs> I said greatest of all time. Tom Brady was seven. And I think if there's a goat for streaking, it's got to be this guy, Blair. <laughs> Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. Prime time with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 98.1. Probably by now heard the story about uh, Pete Mogan and the Mogan family who went out tobogganing on uh, on the weekend. 
And uh, he's now in the hospital after a, after a pretty bad accident. Joining us by phone is Stacy Evoy. She is a uh, family friend of the Mogans. And uh, Stacy, why don't you just kind of walk us through before telling us about uh, the fun for the family? Walk us through kind of what happened over the weekend. Okay, Blair, thanks a lot. Uh, and again, thanks uh, so much for having me. I know um, the outpouring of support has meant the world uh, to his wife, Jess, uh, and their family. Um, so Saturday, uh, they just headed out for a family uh, outing. Um, it was one of the daughter's birthdays. They were just going out to, you know, do something outside, be active, and, uh, you know, sort of throw a little fun into the mix because, you know, with COVID, everything's been restricted. So, uh, you know, they're there. They're tobogganing with their kids. Uh, my understanding is uh, he went uh, down the hill. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, didn't know or understand about uh, this ramp or this berm that was at the bottom. He ended up hitting that because he was going down at a high rate of speed, uh, went airborne and uh, ended up uh, coming down, you know, like on his head and sort of shoulders area. Oh, it's devastating. And it's something you wouldn't expect when you're just out celebrating your daughter's birthday, you know. No, some like, you know, innocent family fun. I think that's what's really touched people is that, you know, we've all been there having fun with our kids and no one ever thinks it's going to turn into, you know, a tragic situation. And I think that's the worst part is that his wife and kids, uh, you know, then had to witness uh, that. Apparently, you know, it was a very sad situation. Joining Blair and RV by phone this morning, it is uh, Stacy Evoy. She has organized the GoFundMe, uh, which we've got posted, by the way, at blackburnnewslondon.com, and you can click through there to uh, add to the fund here. This is for the Mogan family who's been affected by this uh, tragedy that happened at the, the Toboggan Hill Byron uh, this past weekend. What we noticed, uh, Stacy, was uh, in a very small amount of time here since you started that GoFundMe campaign to help support the Mogan family is that it's already nearing $40,000. There's been an outpouring of support. Yeah, that's true, Blair. And we honestly, we're overwhelmed. Uh, we really thank people uh, for their generosity. Uh, it was started at about, um, I want to say 7.45 to 8 p.m. Sunday night. Uh, a few hours later, not even three hours later, it was over 10,000. So we were shocked at uh, how quickly it had grown. There was a real community behind this. So the rep room, the gym that they own has an amazing following. It's a great community. So people right away got on board. There was, I think yesterday there had been 1,600 shares of the GoFundMe. Other gym owners from around London were amazing. They jumped on board and gave it their support. So, I mean, you guys know we have an amazing community in London. And uh, honestly, we're just truly grateful uh, for people's support. Stacy Evoy, who is behind the GoFundMe campaign for Pete Mogan, who was in the devastating tobogganing accident over the weekend. You can get to it at blackburnnewslondon.com. And, uh, you know, great job getting that going. I'm sure it's a huge relief to the family. And we're going to urge uh, listeners and everybody here in the community to contribute to that, which will hopefully help out the family even more. I really appreciate you having me on, uh, Blair and RV. Thank you so much. Prime time with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 98.1.